Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Wonderful. Was it easier making it at four? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so actually, a lot of I, I loved uh, got uncovered. I loved I loved your notes. Did you get my e- email? I know that probably you, you were already at work, maybe, right? Yeah, I was still at work, but I did. I ended up getting it when I got home. Yeah. Good. Okay. How are you doing? Are you feeling settled or still like landing? No, I'm I'm fine. Okay. Okay. So, what is I noticed that you what what's going on for you right now? Um. Actually, I I was um got something in the mail a book from I belong to this dynamic Catholic um, ambassador program and they send us books every quarter and there's a speech that Matthew Kelly gave at Xavier University. And it's very quick reading, um, and it's, it's, it's a great book. Um, and one of the things I quoted, I wrote down that kind of resonated with me was, life is relationships. The virtue of patience is the essence of successful relationships. Two patient people will always have a better relationship than two impatient people, which, no kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, that relationship thing, you know, because I, I – I run into many problems, and I know I'm part of the issue. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So yeah. that's just that's really kind of a um, constant theme throughout my life. Yeah, 
is it impatience or is it does it come from um because you were saying this need to be right somehow to get even, right? Well, it's that. It is impatience. I want my way. I want people to understand it. I I don't think that, well, I mean, I, I learned from the best. And as I said, as we've been working together, I did not realize how much of, um, you know, some of these less than desirable traits of my father that I have. And my mother was an impatient person, too. Um, but, yeah, I have a need to be right. Yeah. And I think yeah. that if my opinions, you know, as I look back on this, I think if my opinions were taken or at least they they asked probing questions so that maybe you would ponder things more, um, then I might not have that need and to be just, you know, shut down immediately. But what's really very sad is that in some cases, in certain relationships, it's what I do to people. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 not an admirable um trait at all. Um and so it's obviously something that I would like to grow out of that and grow into um you know, a new better way of relating. Yeah. And that that makes a lot of sense. So one of the things is uh, um I'm curious, there's so many, there's a few things that I would like to share with you. And the first one um, has to do with shadow work, which I think that I mentioned in my email, I think it would be really important to do. Yes. Um, and I will I will actually, I see if I still, um, if it's still available, there's a video that I saw recently that is really powerful. Okay. I thought that it was really useful. Um, and if it's still available, I would do. Actually, you know what? You could probably let me see if I can access it through my because um, I know that I posted it on my Facebook page. Okay. Um, and you could just you know that may be a very easy way to get there. Okay. Um, yeah, and you can just you know friend me and and just see it. Um, and it's yeah, it's a shadow effect. Yeah, it's right there. It's like the third or fourth thing, but you could just see it called the shadow effect. Shadow of what? The shadow effect. Oh, effect. Okay. Yeah, shadow effect. And uh, and I think that it's a really, um, really good, it's it's wonderful information, uh, and it will, I think they will resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also, what it made me think of that is that, you know, we all have, and, and I know, you know these, we all have a light side and a dark side, right? Or we right. Have the qualities yeah. that we like, and then we have qualities that we really don't like. Exactly. And the basic concept is that when you talked about, I don't, I, that you came to really uh, realizing that you really don't love yourself that much, um, I'm guessing is because when you get into this place where you're, you're, you're angry, that you really cannot stand this part of you. Is anger the main feeling or there's more to it? What What do you think it, that's made out of? Well, I think that, you know, it's definite, like I get, I can get angry over the most ridiculous thing, never mind, you know, the bigger things. And, you know, um, I mean, if I drop something, you know what I mean? But it's just, it goes deeper than that and, and reverts back to things. But I think that in the end, I think the anger a lot of these years has just covered up sadness. 
Yes. Yeah. I think that I think that if if I had to say, I mean, the anger is what comes out on the surface. Mm-hmm. But I think once you get that out, it's like, yeah, it's sadness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I, the thing about not liking myself is, well, I wasn't very liked by my father. I mean, I felt that. And then the kinds of behaviors that I would exhibit, then that just kind of proved like, you know, well, maybe he's right. You know what? I'm really not a very great person. So I never really, in spite of my grandfather, uh, my mom's dad, who is like my hero um, and is the person I hold up as an example of what a man should be, um, even in spite of him loving me the way that he did, um, and helping me out in life and, you know, being able to talk to him about things and, and stuff like that, I still have not, yeah, I just reject myself because I go, yeah, I am a piece of crap and look at these things that I do and it just proves it more. <clears throat> and then the way you were treated, it's almost like you're brainwashed into believing you're not good. Yeah. But then you don't act well and so mm-hmm. then it makes you feel like, yeah, they're right. And I just and it's a vicious cycle and it's like, why don't I stop doing those things? Because then I would have more respect for myself. Yeah. And and yeah, I don't. So I think that's that's why I say that. Okay. So let's let's just start tapping. Start just start tapping through the points. Okay. There I am, I'm a small girl. There I am, I'm a small girl. And I am a challenging one. And I am a challenging one. They criticize me. They criticize me. My dad did not like me. My dad did not like me. And maybe they were right. And maybe they were right. I was not easy to be with. I was not easy to be with. I was upset a lot. I was upset a lot. Were you an angry child? No, I was more upset more than angry. Upset. So why, what is it that they would criticize about you? Mostly it was that, um, you know, I was a mouthpiece. You know, like I always mm-hmm. had an opinion, yes. I always talked back. You know, if I yes. like something they told me to do, I'd say, but why? Yeah. And this makes more sense. Or, But I always had something to say. Of course. I would not stay quiet. I would not stay quiet. I would just tell, I would just speak my truth. I would just speak my truth. And they did not listen. And they did not listen. They actually thought that I was a big mouth. They actually thought I was a big mouth. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Not a good girl. Not a good girl. Maybe they were right. Maybe they were right. And there's a part of me that believes them. There's a part of me that believes them. Maybe there's a different part. Maybe there's a different part. A different story. A different story. A different truth. A different truth. Maybe I really expected to be accepted and listened to. Maybe I really expected to be accepted and listened to. And the way they treated me was not fair. And the way they treated me was not fair. It just was not fair. It just was not fair. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, the way I saw it is that it wasn't fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I did not want to put up with it. And I did not want to put up with it. I was not going to be a quiet one. I was not going to be a quiet one. My mom did that, did she? Yeah. 
And it did not go very well for her. And it did not go very well for her. So I chose a different path. So I chose a different path. I'm going to use a big word here, and if it, you don't like it, let me know. My dad was a jerk. My dad was a jerk. Is that true? Yes. Okay. My mom was quiet. My mom, she wasn't yeah. quiet. How did she? How did she respond to your dad? Well, she would fight back with him too. Okay. You know, and like to say things about how he was treating us and and things like that. No, she would. They got into a lot of fights. Okay. But in some ways, it's like, so you learned that the way to stand up for yourself was to be loud. You know what? You hit the head, the nail on the head. Um, yes, yes. And you know what? Even with my husband, yes. Because, and it's not that I'm meaning to yell at somebody. It's that, yes, I want to be heard. And so I my volume goes up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I I really was trained very well. I was really trained very well. You don't just talk to people. Even just talk to people. No, you just don't you just don't talk to people. You just don't talk to people. You have to yell. You have to yell. Because people don't listen. Because people don't listen. So you have to really raise your voice. So you really have to raise your voice. That's what I grew up around. That's what I grew up around. Even if it's not pretty. Even if it's not pretty. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. I even do it with my husband. I even do it with my husband. And he doesn't deserve it. And he doesn't deserve it. But I get so pissed. But I get so pissed. I just have to raise my voice. I just have to raise my voice. That's the way we do it in my family. That's the way we do it in my family. I don't like it. I don't like it. I wish that I could have been heard. I wish I could have been heard. I wish that I could have been listened to. I wish I could have been listened to. But there was no space for that. But there was no space for that. It was a battle. It was a battle. It was a loud battle. It was a loud battle. And I was not going to stay shut up or quiet. And I was not going to stay quiet. That was not in my nature. That was not in my nature. I felt like shutting down. I felt like shutting down. It was like dying. It was like dying. And I needed to survive. And I needed to survive. I was going to let myself be heard. I was going to let myself be heard. Even if they actually scream back at me. Even if they actually scream back at me. I was not going to let myself be shut down. I was not going to let myself be shut down. And I still stand up for myself. And I still stand up for myself. Sometimes too strongly. Sometimes too strongly. But it was not fair. But it was not fair. And I really needed to speak my truth. And I really needed to speak my truth. I really tried. I really tried. And it didn't work. And it didn't work. But I kept trying. But I kept trying. Because that's all they taught me to do. Because that's what they taught me to do. And that's what I did. And that's what I did. I could see how from their point of view... I could see how from their point of view... I may not have been an easy child. I may not have been an easy child. But they didn't help any. But they didn't help any. Wasn't that true? Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. (sighs) Take a breath and let it go. (sighs) Yeah. 
but tell me how you're doing. Keep on tapping just gently. You can just tap in one or two points or just tap through the points. Well, one thing that, you know, I I always say, and it always comes up um, when we reminisce and talk about um, growing up together, my brother and sister and I, and they always say, oh, we never thought you were going to make it past being 18. You know, you're going to live past 18 because, you know, it was bad. I just was always in altercations, you know, verbal ones. Um, and just, yeah, yelling, saying whatever I thought, no filter, you know, whatever. And they watched it, so they never did that. <laughs> so they so they thought that, what, you would, like, what would happen by 18? You would die? Somebody would kill well, you? Well, they thought what? I would be killed. You know, like, you know ah. how people laugh about and say, geez, I, I can't believe I survived childhood because I was so bad my parents were going to kill me. Um, right. You know, that type of thing. And that's what they mean by that. And, and you know, even my mother would say that, um, too, as an adult. I, me being an adult um, would say the same thing. Yeah. No, I don't know how I don't know how you made it past eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't just fight with them. You would just like stand up for your rights and everybody around you. Yeah, I mean I just and it is an instinct, um, when you're when you live like that and my sister does the same thing. My brother doesn't. My sister didn't do it, don't don't get me wrong. She did not do it. She was a late bloomer as far as adolescence went. She never mm-hmm. acted out or, or did any of that stuff. But, um, you know, raising her kids, um, she's a yeller and a screamer, mm-hmm. you know, and my brother is not. He's a middle child. She's the baby. But she and I share kind of similar traits in a way, but Teresa doesn't like to look at her issues, whereas... You know, I am willing to do it. I'm not saying I've made a ton of progress, but I've done a lot of deep work, and my brother and sister are pretty much on the surface. They don't want to go there. Yeah. Well, it's not fun. It isn't. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It's true. It's true. Now, the payoffs are huge. I want to tell you, Barbara, they really are huge. Uh, and it's it's really worth it. So I want you to tap because I want to give you a little bit of information. Is that okay? Yeah. Good. So as you tap tapping through the points, yes, yeah, just tapping through the points. Okay, just tapping through the points, because one of the things that happens is that um, I have studied a, a system that I think I may have mentioned this to you, but it's called um, the Soul Profiles. You know how they have and they have different profile systems or whatnot. Yes. And, and this one is one that over the years I really love it. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. It's clean. And I have completely identified, and I can see it, that it's so useful with my clients as well. Right. And and what it talks about is that we are each born with one particular profile and a secondary. Yeah. And and this whole profile actually determines what is your, you know, your purpose in in this planet, like in this lifetime or however you want to see it. Like what is your purpose? What's your mission? And what are you made of? Right. So, what I see, you probably, uh, we probably, well, you, you seem to have, uh, you have a charismatic leader in you. I have the, what? It's called a charismatic leader. Okay. The charismatic leader, okay, is one that was, was born to inspire others, to transform and to really, really like, you know, get into being in a better place, transforming their lives. You like inspiring others to, sh- to change. Is mm-hmm. that true for you? Yes, and some people have said that to me too. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's also like that you have strength, and I think that you also have a, a, a you like learning a lot, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, so the secondary, and I don't, I'm not positive which one is the primary or secondary, but very close behind for you is a knowledgeable achiever. Knowledgeable achiever is a person that loves learning, loves books, is constantly like, you know, it's just fascinated by new things. Right. They just like learning, you know, books are something fabulous, and they're like a, you know. And I have a lot of books, yes. Yes, it's a never-ending student, right? My mom is like that. She's yeah. Like, yeah. So, um now, there is a dark side to both. Absolutely. And from what I hear you say, it's very likely that you were born to two charismatic leaders. But when the charismatic leader is in their defense, they turn into enforcers. Right. And the typical enforcer is like a dictator. You know, it's like, you do it my way or you're the enemy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. So when you're born into these kind of scenario, what happens is that we carry, I'm one too, so I know it, we carry a lot of energy and we're not going to be shut down easily. And <laughs> we're not. So as children, and I have seen it with, with my nephew and my daughter, we are challenging children because we're not like subdued and obedient and respectful. We we don't go for that. Right. You know, that is like, sorry, you're being unfair, and I'm going to just get back at you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it's not pretty, it's not fun. And, of course, you're not seeing it as a nice child because you're you're fighting back. Right. So, now, the, uh, the other thing that I think that your dad has a strong knowledgeable achiever because the dark side or the shadow side of the, of the knowledgeable achiever in defense is a rule keeper and is extremely critical. Yeah. Extremely, it's like you know what, whatever you do, there, you can always do it better. Yep. And uh, you know, it's like the, if there's a congratulation, it's very short and brief and not very, you know, not very meaning. And then it comes where like, okay, and now what, what are you doing next? Right. So it's like there's this sense of like not be ever being good enough. Yep. And if you add that with you having a battling streak in you, which comes from the, see, the charismatic leader, when he sees something is not fair, it's just going to fight to the teeth. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah? And it's like, I'm going to take you down because, like you said, I have to get even. Yep. You know, it's like, this is very important. This is life or death, and I'm just going to prove you wrong. Right. So... Now, that is the right, that is the information piece, and I think that that is a very powerful piece because it's what you're made of. Right. right? And knowing that, I think that you you have the power to really transform all of that. But the piece that is hugely important is that your way to freedom is to actually own all of you, including the shadow side. Right. Right? So... As we're talking, you have totally incorporated, because it, it, it really resonates with you as well, this part of your parents that are really, I mean, the charismatic leader can, be, can get really mean. And you, we can be mean and scary. Yeah, and I can be, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and we're, we hold a lot of power. Yep. But at the same time, we're scared of our power. Yeah. Because we have seen what it can do, and it's really it's really hard when you have seen when you were raised by a jerk, and I was raised by one too. Yeah. 
we we have a vow to ourselves never to turn into one. Right. So we try to really, really like push down our power to as much as we can. And as women, we do it, you know, just by trying to play small. Yeah. Even if it doesn't fit us, because we're just like, there's a part of us that is screaming, like, are you kidding me? Like, you know. Ah, and yet, is that we're so scared of that power. Yep. So, the secret is to actually really look at the shadow side on the face, on the face and really say, okay, even though I can turn really ugly, and if I need, I could just kill anybody. <laughs> right, because it's like, by owning it, it's that it we lose the fear of really owning all of who who we are. Right. And the other piece, Barbara, that is so huge, and I saw it in your notes right away, is this part of you that you're turning these really angry beasts onto yourself, being extremely mean with you, with yourself. Right. Right? Yeah. So... So as you tap to the point, the the truth is, so I'll say this after me. Okay. There's a a part of me. There's a part of me. That really hates myself. That really hates myself. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I look. I don't like how I act. I don't like how I act. I don't like my emotions. I don't like my emotions. I don't like this negative part of me. I don't like the negative part of me. Anything else that comes up? No, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. I can be extremely mean with myself. I can be extremely mean with myself. And not only that, I am right. Not only that, I am right. And if anybody came to argue with me... And if anybody came to argue with me... I will prove them wrong. I will prove them wrong. I can show them that I am right. I can show them that I am right. I am I am not a good person. I am not a good person. I have terrible thoughts. I have terrible thoughts. I, I have really mean thoughts. I have really mean thoughts. And I can show them the parts of me that are really ugly. I can show them the parts of me that are really ugly. I don't really want to. I don't really want to. I've been trying so hard to keep them hidden. I have been, I've tried so hard to keep them hidden. Because I'm ashamed. Because I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself. And I cannot forgive myself. And I cannot forgive myself. There's parts of me that I cannot forgive. There's parts of me I cannot forgive. I should not be looking this way. I should not be looking this way. I shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't be this way. I heard it since I was a little girl. I heard it since I was a little girl. And they were probably right. And they were probably right. I'm still a really, I can be a really mean mean person. And still I can be a really mean person. To myself and to others. To myself and to others. And this part of me needs to be pushed down. And this part of me needs to be pushed down. Hidden. Hidden. Protected. Protected. Because it's very dangerous. Because it's very dangerous. And I cannot let it loose. And I cannot let it loose. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's not okay. It's not okay. And I don't want to do it. And I don't want to do it. It's ugly. It's ugly. 
And I've been putting so much energy. And I've been putting so much energy. To keep her hidden. To keep her hidden. It's really challenging and exhausting. It's really challenging and exhausting. Because she has a big mouth. Because she has a big mouth. And a lot of thoughts. And a lot of what? Thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah, she does not keep quiet. She does not keep quiet. Just like my parents said. Just like my parents said. I don't even know how I survived past 18. I don't even know how I survived age 18. Close your eyes for a second as you keep on tapping through the point. Okay. And I want you to see this part of you. How old do you think she is? <sighs> I know I was pretty I was pretty young when I started resisting and rebelling. I mean when they put me in the corner I sit there and and um, cry and let the snots come out my nose and show them that, you know, it wasn't going to be pretty. And so I was pretty young. Yeah. I Maybe mean, like four or three or four? Um, I'm trying to, I know the place we were living when it started, so maybe I was like, yeah, four or five years, oh, probably five years old. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it was that, you know, having to sit at the table forever to eat because I didn't like things. I, I, I'm very affected by texture and all that kind of stuff and didn't like mushrooms and cream corn and stuff and have to eat all of that. Ugh, and I just sit there and sit there and sit there for hours and hours and hours and showing them that they weren't going to break me and I wasn't going to eat it and I'd gag and then they'd put it in the refrigerator and I'd have to eat it for breakfast and mm-hmm. me. I mean, it, everything was a battle. Everything was yeah. a battle. Yeah. And it's amazing that you can be that young and yeah. already have that type of personality. That strength, that, yeah, right? Well, I mean, in a lot of ways because most people would have probably given up and said you know what, your way's not working, so just do what they want. <laughs> you couldn't. Do you see that you couldn't? I guess not. Yeah. Yeah, some other people would have said, come on, just give in, right? Just whatever it takes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> so it started young, yep, and it went all the way through. Yeah. So this is a part of you that has not allowed you to move forward. This right. is a part of you that is really, you like a saboteur, is really, really mean. Well, and you know, when you say that too, I mean, yes, I am. Because even, and I know the weight's an outward thing and an outward symptom, <clears throat> um, but I would get to a certain weight working with a personal trainer, I think I told you, you know, for almost a year, and was looking good, didn't get down to the type of weight I wanted to, because, of course, I was focusing on the weight, and even though I knew that wasn't really the crux of this thing. But I get to a certain point or a certain number, and then I always screw it up. I always do myself in and get back to where I was. Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead. I always screw it up. I always screw it up. I work so hard. I work so hard. 
And I really almost reached my goal. And I really almost reached my goal. But I always screw it up. But I always screw it up. Because the truth is... Because the truth is... There's a part of me that knows... There's a part of me that knows... That I'm never going to make it. That I'm never going to make it. There's no point trying. There's no point trying. They're really going to know. They're really going to know. So why keep on doing it? So why keep on doing it? Just stop battling. Just stop battling. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Is that, isn't that all that, isn't that what you're telling yourself? You know what it is? I think a lot is that I don't trust myself. Yes. Um, like, I'll get down there and I don't trust myself to continue on with what you know would be successful and what works because let's face it, we all know what we should be doing but, yeah, I, I don't trust myself, and then I punish myself. And yeah. I don't know. If I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. It's a yeah. cycle with me. And yeah. um, <laughs> I have been trained to battle. I have been trained to battle. And the only way that I can continue to battle. And the only way I can continue to battle. Is to have a little success. Is to have a little success. And then lose it. And then lose it. So I can battle again. So I can battle again. It's a constant cycle. It's a constant cycle. Punish myself. Punish myself. Restrict myself. Restrict myself. Exercise. Exercise. Do all the right things. Do all the right things. But then I have to give up and screw it. But then I have to give up and screw it. So I can punish myself. So I can punish myself. And start all over. And start all over. Just like when I, how I, when I was little. Just like when I was little. I, had, I was born to battle. I was born to battle. And my parents taught me the right thing. My parents taught me the right thing. They taught me their way of doing things. They taught me their way of doing things. And that's what I learned. And that's what I learned. And I'm really good at it. And I'm really good at it. But there's a part of me that is really tired. But there's a part of me that's really tired. So I want you to, just for a moment, we're going to switch and do, how are you doing? Good. Okay. So we're going to switch and do something. We'll see if it, how it goes, okay? Yeah, and I, I should still keep tapping? Yeah, just take a moment, stop tapping for just a moment, and I want you to see yourself in the kitchen, just like, you know, without saying anything, just see yourself there. Right, like really pissed. I mean, she's pissed, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's angry, and she's going to show them. Yep. So I want you to, this is going to be her voice. My talking, mother's voice. No, your, it's going to be the little girl's voice. Oh, talking, okay. Talking to you, okay? Yep. I suffer the darkest depths of hurt. And I'm not tapping, right? Yeah, and I start tapping. Now we start okay. tapping for the point. I suffer the darkest depths of hurt and pain. All right, I'm sorry. What did you say? That's okay. I suffered the darkest depths of hurt and pain in the past. I suffered the darkest um, depths of pain in the past. So now I am constantly on guard. So now I am constantly on guard. Making sure I am never blindsided again. Making sure I am never blindsided again. So what they said to me... said to me... 
Now I say to you first. Now I say to you. I say to you first. I say to you first. What they did to me. What they did to me. Now I do to you. Now I do to you. I take your power before anyone else can. I take your power before anybody else can. They hurt me so deeply. They hurt me so deeply. They wrecked me. They wrecked me. And they never admitted it. And they never admitted it. They never apologized. They never apologized. They never cared or validated what they did. They never cared about what they did. And for what they took from me. And for what they took from me. So I swear by all that is holy and just. And I swear by all that is holy and just. To always show the scars. To always show the scars. Of what they took. Of what they took. The unfixable holes they made. The unfixable holes they made. So it will never be forgotten. So it will never be forgotten. And I will endure whatever it takes. And I will endure whatever it takes. Because this is my mission as your saboteur. Because this is my mission as your saboteur. Do you see what happened? Yep. Yeah, it's it's quite a deep breath, yeah. (sighs) Quite amazing. Yeah. 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 So take another deep breath and we're gonna keep on tapping. Okay. Okay, yeah. I honor this part of me. I honor this part of me. That is very old and remembers being wounded. That is very old and remember being wounded. I honor this part of me. I honor this part of me. Because she's misguided but keeping but trying to keep me safe. Because she is misguided and trying to keep me safe. I honor this part of me. I honor this part of me. That uses painful self talk. That uses painful self talk. And negative emotions to stop my growth. And negative emotions to stop my growth. This is the way that I have been coping. This is the way I have been coping. With carrying so much pain inside of me. With carrying so much pain inside of me. I've been battling myself. I've been battling myself. Out of out of habit. Out of habit. Just to keep myself small. Just to keep myself small. Because the truth is... Because the truth is... I am bigger than they are. I am bigger than they are. I have my own truth. I have my own truth. I am a good person. I am a good person. I have good values. I have good values. And I deserve to be loved. And I deserve to be loved. I deserve to be protected. I deserve to be protected. I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be listened to. I deserve to be listened to. Take a breath. I I am open. I am open. To shifting my reality. To shifting my reality. Understanding. Understanding. And being compassionate with myself. And being compassionate with myself. So I can break this cycle. So I can break this cycle. It is possible for me. It is possible for me. Take a breath. (sighs) Let it go.
Like you're you're um a fortune teller reading my my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So from this place, Barbara, what I would like is like to start tapping so gently. Okay. I I would love to say goodbye to this pattern. I would love to say goodbye to this pattern. It has been ingrained in every cell of my body. It has been ingrained in every cell of my body. And it's my autopilot. And it is my autopilot. That's where I go. That's where I go. It's just habitual self-talk. It's just habitual self-talk. And it's the way that I function in the world. And it's the way that I function in the world. I am open to creating a new level of compassion and understanding. I am open to creating a new level of compassion and understanding. So I can listen to myself. So I can listen to myself. So I can take care of myself. So I can take care of myself. From a new perspective. From a new perspective. I am not broken. I am not broken. I'm actually a creator. I'm actually a creator. I am here for a reason. I am here for a reason. I can create my reality. I can create my reality. I can create my life. I can create my life. I can create whatever I want. I can create whatever I want. Take a breath and let it go. (sighs) And I wonder as you gently keep on tapping through the point, how do you feel towards that girl? That girl that is sitting, letting the boogers run through her face. Do you experience compassion and care towards her? Yeah, because I think she's just so misguided. I mean, when you're looking at this backwards, um, you realize that she's she's just kind of it's self-defeating behavior and you want to try to tell her you know what don't do that it's not going to work yeah yeah so I want you to just step on your karate show point and we're going to do something okay even though my wounds and my story disagree even though my wounds and my story are what Disagree. Disagree. Disagreed? Yep. The truth is I am powerful. The truth is I am powerful. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of energy. And I can create whatever I want. And I can create whatever I want. Even though there's always more to do. Even though there's always more to do. I celebrate every bit of progress. I celebrate every bit of progress. Because I totally do it. Because I totally do it. I am not scared to look at things on the face. I'm not scared to look at things in the face. I have what it takes. I have what it takes. Even though there's a voice that says I could have done better. Even though there's a voice that says I could have done better. I can look better. I can look better. 
I can do more. I can do more. I deserve to love myself. I deserve to love myself. I deserve compassion. I deserve compassion. I deserve to be kind and gentle with myself. I deserve to be kind and gentle with myself. Because even though I can battle, because even though I can battle, I have a beautiful heart. I have a beautiful heart. And I have invited into it. And I have invited into it. Amazing people. Amazing people. And I want you to close your eyes. Mm-hmm. Take a breath and think of your husband and the people in your, in your life that are a really positive influence for you. Mm-hmm. Just picture those people. Yeah. And just notice that not all your life has to be about battling. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Hmm. I am open to a new way of living. I am open to a new way of living. To miracles, small and large, unfolding everywhere I look. To miracles, small and large, unfolding everywhere I look. Even though it's an old habit of mine to be hard on myself. Even though it's an old habit of mine to be hard on myself. I can love myself and honor that I am growing. I can love myself and honor that I am growing. Take a breath. <sighs> Did you experience some resistance saying that you love yourself? There's still a bit of that? Yeah, a little bit. Not as much as it, it was, you know, when we first started, um, you know, a couple weeks ago. Right. But there's a part of you that can actually be open to that possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess how I picture it is um, because I do really feel, you know, like defective and, and you know, not as good as my brother and sister. And, you know, when they're not doing the kinds of things that I'm doing, of course, I even look worse because you're the you're the one that's being a problem and so it was so pronounced you know what I mean because there was me ah and then there was them they were quiet and they were just always the ones that didn't make trouble and um so it's very hard to think like well are you lovable I mean should you you do you deserve love uh you did all this stuff it's not an untruth I mean you were like that and so, you know, more and more, I, I look at it as like this long arm that's trying to reach down and, you know, put her, my hand on her shoulder and, it's, and the hand's not long enough to reach her yet, but I'm getting closer. Yeah. So, so right now, if you, so what, what is happening for you? If you, if you, can you, can you see that little girl in the kitchen? Yep. And if you were to step into that kitchen for a moment, as you're the adult self that you are, yeah, freezing your parents or anybody else, so it's just her and you. What happens when she sees you? I don't know because I, I just I can't I'm not tapping into that right now. Okay. You know okay, what I so, mean? Like I I yeah. see her, but I just don't have emotion toward it, or it's not animated right now. It's just kind okay. of freeze frame. It's just still. Okay. 
I'm just like, as the adult, I'm just looking at her, but um, there's not really any, and, you know, and I can have a vivid imagination and stuff, but it's just not coming right now for me. Yeah, that's okay. So what's, what's present right now? What, what has, you know, because we did, we did a little, a, a, you know, a big piece here, but I know that there's a lot still present, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what, what is happening? How are you feeling? Well, how I always feel when I'm going back in time like that, glad yeah. I'm not back there. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the adult in me, glad, I know the kid in me is still here, but glad that I'm not back there and just grateful to be in this life yeah. and to feel like, um, you know, I just, like I love my yard, I love my home, I love roaming and doing and putting things where I, you know what I mean? I just have a sense of freedom that I don't don't, don't feel that I had when I was, you know, growing up. Um, you know, like a couple of examples, I remember making cookies at my father's house, and I don't know if I was like 9, 10 years old, something like that, maybe a little bit older because we didn't start going to his house until I was in third or fourth grade um, after he left when I was four. And um, I remember him saying, and he was like impatient and stuff, and he's like, no, don't do it like this. He goes, this is, and it's like really, you take a teaspoon and you put dough on there. How how do you tell someone that's not the way you do it? <laughs> it was like so ridiculous. And so there was never a sense of there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. You explore, yeah. let you let you see, and let you do it that way. And if it did come out wrong, then you could show her like that. But no, it was just forced, forced to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And so with the students that I have at school, I always like them to own a process. Like so, whatever yeah. it is, like whether it's keeping track of doing their work search and calling, you know, contacting employers and stuff. I have a template. And I say, this is what I use and what I, you know, if you don't have a better way, use this. But over time, if you want to develop your own spreadsheet, you know, go into Excel or whatever, or you come up with some and let's talk about it because you need to, this needs to be comfortable for you and efficient so you can use it. This is just what I've developed. And I think part of the reason that I like to do that too is because I didn't have freedom to do things in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I like them to think for themselves too, you know, and yeah. just relying and letting me lead them by the nose because it's a life skill. They need to learn how to, you know, okay, well, I'll let you use this to begin with, but if you find some, a better way, um, absolutely, let's look at it and, and you can incorporate that. And I just didn't have freedom. I think right. I felt very restricted. Um, and... Well, and because I had a big mouth and because I had opinions about everything and it was the way that they chose to deal with that unleashing from me um, instead of realizing, like, you know, this girl's got some, you know, she's got some issues and stuff. But they always made it about me, not about, like, you know, I'm, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Right. And you know what, Barbara, I want you to so tap through the points that you're telling me because my sense is that as good enforcers that they were, what happens is that they're pointing at you because it's much easier. Right. 
And you were the emergent, and you were the one that was all the symptoms of the family non-functioning, right? You were actually the one that was speaking really loud. Right. And if you could have actually say something, probably something very simple with adult words, you would have said something like, there's something in this family that is really messed up. Right. I don't know what it is, but I know that it's not okay. Exactly. And you were the problem, right? Because you're the one that is speaking up. I was absolutely, I was the problem. You're right. I was speaking up. And I remember my fifth grade science teacher, Mr. Crean, he was like the best. He was such a great teacher. He was animated. He just really did a good job of being able to bring science off the page. And he later became the school psychologist. And when my stepfather basically, you know, used me as a punching bag and punching my face and my cheeks and all that stuff that happened, um, my mother ended up having me see him. And when I explained to him what that household was like and what was going on, he could see and he was able to say to me and make me, he says, I don't see anything neurotic about you or psychotic about you. I see your house as... Um, a lot of smoke, and the smoke in there is the tension. I never Mm -hmm. forgot this. I was 10 years old, and I'm 53 now, and I've never forgotten it because he validated at the time um, that I wasn't crazy um, and that, yes, there were these things that were going on, and he gave me his home phone number if I needed Mm -hmm. to talk to him over the summer because this all happened in June, and I was in high school, and um, that number got thrown out um, because they didn't want me calling him. Yeah. And so I never did get to call him. But um, when I heard he retired, I wrote him a long letter and mm-hmm. told him that, you know, he did a lot of justice for me because he really validated the fact that, yeah, there were nutty things going on in the house and they weren't right. And you were, you know, see, but do you see, you saw it, you speak up, and what is it that people would want to do to the, the messenger? It's like they're killing, right? Yep. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to feel like, they made you feel that you were wrong. Absolutely. And there's a part of you, see, the pieces that I was telling you earlier, because I know that there's a part of you that felt so strongly, so angry towards them, yeah. and so enraged. And you know, as a little as a little girl, you know that those feelings, in some way, they're not, it's not okay to feel that way towards your parents. Right. So when they tell you you're not a good girl or you're not doing it right, or you're, you know, you have problems, you're not good, you you believe it because you know inside of you that your the thoughts you're having are not good. Right. So it's, in, in some way, there's in your in the in the young mind of a child, it's like, well, you know. They're right. I mean, if they knew what I'm thinking, I, I would like to just kill them or have them be dead. Yeah. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So so that is reinforced when they tell you that you're not good or that there's something wrong with you, and you're like, yeah, yeah, if, you only, you know, if only you knew. Absolutely. Yep. <sighs> so take a deep breath. <sighs> And let it go. And Barbara, what I think would be really, really important is to actually find that connection with this little girl. Yeah, and that's the piece that's missing for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like trying of to, course. Like really connect with her. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I see things very vividly in my mind, and and I'm a very sensating person, but it's like, yeah, I'm having a hard time, you know, connecting with her and, like, having, seeing an exchange and just having those feelings, you know, because, of course, I'm abandoning. (laughs) Yeah. But it's also, it's really, the, the thing is that, okay, and I have had I have had the exact similar experience. It, it has not been easy for me to connect with, with my girl because what happens? My I'm, this is what I'm guessing might be happening for you too, is that it's it's scary to actually experience what she experienced again. Right. Well, you, it's back to that whole escape thing that I talked about. You know that yes. it's like I just don't freaking wanna you know, go back to those days and times and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I I prevent myself. And, in fact, um, I'm not sure that I shared this with you, but my mother's second husband, when he was starting to sexually molest me, um, and I knew it wasn't right and it didn't feel good and and all of that kind of stuff, I've never talked about it. I've, I've basically said it in other therapy sessions um, that I had over the years, um, but that's it. I've never gone into it because it's just something like I knew it happened. I hardly think of it. I just yeah. and it's funny because I'm I'm a thinker. I think and I think and I think things to death. Yeah. And I don't think about that because it just feels dirty, and it just makes you feel more like damaged goods. And yeah, yeah. like you definitely want to hide that because you wouldn't want other people. I mean, my husband knows. But I don't go into any great detail either, you know, with him. And I don't know if that's a part of the reason that whether my personality would be like this or not, I've never been um, an overly sexual person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like you don't want to show that part of you. I mean, it's human, but you don't want to show that part of you because I guess you associate it with something that wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not not only that, this is something that is very, you know, over overly stated, but I want to mention it, um, that when we have something like that, and it was, you know, there's a part of us that thinks, wow, if I'm in a body that is remotely sensual or sexual, and I start feeling good about my body, I may actually be at risk. Mm. So what is the first thing that we do? It's a whole cycle because, see, one of the things is that if you, so in order to numb feelings, we eat. It's pleasurable. Eating is pleasurable. Yeah. It's instant gratification. It transforms our mood. Yeah. So it's, an e- it's a quick, easy fix. It is. <laughs> On top of that, it has the benefit that you gain weight so you don't feel as attractive. Right. If you don't feel attractive, you're not going to be actually really attracting people because you're like beating yourself up internally. Right. And that that is something that energetically people notice. It's not the same. I mean, have you seen people? I mean, we both have seen. There's ladies that weigh probably twice as much as we do, and they're wearing clothes that you're like, wow. Yeah. And they feel sexy, like, you know, like they're total babes, right? Right. So it has nothing to do with size, but when we when we are a little overweight and we start beating ourselves up, we feel like crap, and we just hide ourselves. Right. So we are we feel like we're less of a target. Yep. 
and the whole cycle goes, right? Yeah. So it's about really, you know, going there very gently and saying, okay, how can we connect with the little girl? Right. That is still waiting for you. Right. She never gives up. <laughs> she doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. How are you? Well, I mean, you really you hit a lot of, um, it's like you've known me all my life. I mean, all the stuff that we talked about today, it's just, it's all spot on. Yeah. Ah, so the one thing that I would like to say, I'm aware that next week is uh, is our last session of this package. Yeah. And, um, and I, of course... Uh, I think we both know that that's not going to be the end of it. Right. Um, and I wanted to, I don't know, is it, well, how are you feeling about that? Is it okay for us to continue? I just wanted to visit that. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't want to just start something and not, and not you know, get um, a little further. Cause, and I don't know, I'll tell you how I'm looking at this, and you can tell me whether that's erroneous thinking or if, you know. But I'm looking at it like, you know, I think you and I are both going to know when um, I'm making a little bit of progress and I feel like, you know, kind of going to the chiropractor. So, you know, you don't go every week. After a certain point, you're doing maintenance. Yes. And, you know, yes. I've got to keep doing this work and I'm willing to um, because I do want to, I want to feel that shift. I want to feel some freedom. I just want to feel that light to my step and, and you know, not being dragged down by all these heavy thoughts and judgments and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I just kind of see, like, you know, I'll re-up for another, um, you know, four sessions and we'll see where we come to at the, you know, at the end of that and um, if I need to do another four, but then I would like to get to a point because I don't want to be dependent. Of course. Of course. I want and, to be able yeah. to say to myself, you know what, because I do this when I work with doctors, you know, like the chiropractor, the acupuncturist, whatever. I don't go to them and say, here, fix me. I go to them as a partner in, in this relationship. Like they do their piece that they're knowledgeable about. I do all the stuff that they ask me to do, whether they're exercise, whatever. I do that stuff. I incorporate that into my routine every day um, because I do want to be well and 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 better and all that kind of stuff and that's how I look at this relationship you're you you are um good at your craft and you're getting stuff on a very quick level cuz i feel like you know what i just do not want to do a talk therapy for you know 2 years and just be talking about the same stuff i want to move past my story yeah yeah um and get to that like you said Get to that place of peace, and I have nothing to prove. Right, exactly. In, in a you, nutshell, that's how I look at what I want out of this process. I want to get to the peace and not feel like I have to prove anything, battle, be defensive, be on high alert, all those things that drain my energy. Absolutely. And you're, and you're very clear. And you will get to... Uh, you will definitely get to a place where you feel you feel stronger, you feel clearer, and if the 
the first step is that you're going to start noticing that you can make different choices. Right. There's going to be a little space where you start noticing, oh, yes, this is the way that I usually talk to myself. Do I really want to do that again? Right. And you may, you may choose to do it again, you know, but if there's a space that starts developing within you that are like, oh, oh, this is kind of tiring. How about if we try something else? Right. Right, exactly. And one of the things that I wrote down last week, too, just doodling. I mean, it wasn't part of the notes that I sent you. It was I was outside over the weekend, and I said, okay, you know what? Let's go about this life a little differently, and let's talk about what is right already in your life. And I started mm. to make a list of yes. all the things that are right, you know, to try to start shifting the way that I look at myself, which is, the bad girl and, you know, with all those not nice things and, and stuff like that, what's right, what's working, and build on that. Fabulous. So the one thing that I would like you to do this week is build upon that list in a very specific way. So this is what it's going to look like. All right. What you've, what you've been doing, it seems fabulous. And what I want to add is this piece. Every day, whenever you notice that you did something, what, whatever it might be, you, you know, you did the dishes, you cooked something, you folded the laundry, you actually talked with a student in a way that you recognized was, you know, was, in a, was very compassionate and kind and caring. Any, anything that you do, that mm-hmm. it's a good thing. It could, be, it could be tiny, okay? I mean, you got, you know, I don't know, you did your hair, whatever it might be. I want you to stop and say, wow, that was nice. Okay. You did it. That was good. Wow, you just finished the dishes. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Look at that. They look beautiful. They're all so nice. The they sink is clear, nice. Right. Because one of the things that has, that happens, and I know these, believe me, because when, the thing is, Barbara, I have to tell you that it's, I've always attracted people that I really know the, what the experience is like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, and we don't have that habit. We have the habit of, like, beating ourselves up because that's what we grew up with, right? Right. And and there's a part of us that we talked about that feels like we deserve to be treated that way, and and that's like perpetuates the cycle. So there's a moment where we have to develop new habits. Right. And one of these habits is like recognizing, like you say, the little things that you do right. Yep. Nobody has done it, and we have to start to do it for ourselves. Right. I mean, the huge one for you is you have chosen an amazing husband. Right. I mean, that is like that's huge. Yeah, he he really is somebody who's inspiring, and and I I admire his character. Yeah, and he treats you right and admires who you are. Yes, and he knows that. And this is another thing that is really important. He knows your light and your darkness. He does, <laughs> and, he, and he loves you anyway. Right. So I think that it would be awesome to take him as a model. Yep. You know, and start doing that for yourself. And the other piece is that if you can, just try to to visit uh, that that little girl in the kitchen. Okay. In whichever way. Sometimes it could be just a photograph um, because she's waiting, and I know that it's not that easy to access her. You can just imagine her, you know, you can just, and just, you know, just be, just like you can look at her, if at some point it feels like you can actually say hello to her, and if not, just 
you know, just try to be there in whichever way you can. You know what, one way I might be able to do this, because I do remember when, because I think I shared with you I was married and divorced. Yes. Um, when I was going through the separation and divorce, I, you know, went to counseling, and um, Mary Beth said to me, because, um, you know, of course, we talked about stuff in the past, and she said, Barbara, look at um, a 10- and 12-year-old little girl. Watch them, ones that, you know, the ones that are carefree and just look at them yeah. and try to tap in, you know, into that. And I think that that's something when I, when I look at, uh, you know, little girls that are two and three and all that kind of stuff. Because I will tell you this, I get very sad sometimes when I see um, happy for them, but just it brings down that heaviness for me, sad that when they're with their dads, yeah. Um and I never had it, I never will. Um and needing to grieve that and say goodbye and that, you know, that ship is has sailed and it's it's just not possible for it to be again, but um that's that kind of stuff makes me sad. Yeah. And that's uh, that's exactly what I would like to work on next week. I would like to actually figure out how we can actually cuz this is um I think we have done a little bit, but I would like to do more of like doing a, a matrix re-imprinting, just going and visiting her and giving her some of what she wants. Right. We're going we're gonna to do that. We're going to work on with that. Okay. Because okay. I think the other thing, too, is um, that you hit on last week that was really, um, you know, pretty <laughs> cut to the, to the core is who do I need to let off the hook? Yes. Um, that's huge. That is just huge, huge, huge because those relationships that, you know, don't work or are difficult right now in my life, yeah, it's about they're on the hook and I'm pretty, pretty, you know, like the Gestapo. Um, yeah. No, you're not getting off. Right. Um, and the thing is I'm hurting myself, not them. Right. And I know that, but it's like, oh, I don't want to let them off the hook. <laughs> Good. And you know what? What I would recommend is that if you want to do some tapping on your own this week at any point, you can be commuting or whatever. Yep. Just actually, I want you to tap on these. Pick one at a time. Don't do them all together. Yep. But just, just start saying, I am not letting you off the hook. I completely refuse. I am not doing it, and I'm not doing it, and I'm not doing it. And just say, just tap on that. Until the any the energy starts shifting. Okay. Just tap on it. I refuse. There's no way. Yep. There's no way. I mean, you could even say I'd rather die than you know to prove that that how they what they did to me. I'm okay. I'm not. What am I going to be happy and then they're going to go out and about saying, look, she's happy. I probably didn't I didn't do anything wrong to her. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can say no freaking way. I am not letting them off the hook. Right. Yeah, not just really, really honor that. Yeah, and I will because that that's huge for me. I really, I that's something that yeah, I say it in my mind like, oh yeah, this would be great because I do a lot of um, uh, and this is another thing you would think, well, because my religion is an important part of my life, and yet I know when I go to confession and I talk to the priest who who like I said before is a great confessor, and he's like, Barbara, you know what? You're not going to be perfect. You're a human being. He said, "You are a witness to the faith. You know what you know what you need to do." But he said, "It's a process." And of course, yeah. the whole thing with perfectionism and you know it's not good enough, and so blah blah blah. So for me, 
it's good because this just totally is in line with what my religion teaches me, yet I'm not practicing it because I'm not doing that forgiveness and letting off the hook and and um and and I do I do need to do that. So that will be a great exercise for me. But also yeah, I don't even want you to go stay with that and allow it to go to neutral if it gets there. If it doesn't it's okay. Because one of the things is that Yes, I totally understand, but forgiveness does not come from a, it's not a rational process. Right. It's, you know, we both know that you can say to someone, yes, I forgive you, whatever, you know, but the reality is if you still carry it in you. Right. And we both know it doesn't do them any harm, it it hurts you. Right. it's really important to honor the energy that is present in you until it needs to, you know, you honor it and hear it and listen it until it's done saying what he needs to say. Right. Otherwise, he's going to keep on screaming. There's no way. Right. No way and no way. And he's going to be stamping her feet uh, until, you know, what, the, what, what do you call it? The soldiers go home or something? <laughs> something yeah, <like> that. right. <laughs> so, huh, so I think that uh, you have a little work to do. And it was great. That those um, Getting your, your notes was wonderful. Okay. So you can you could actually do that. Send me the notes about the the little good things that you've been doing. Okay. Um, or just letting me know that you have been doing the refusal tapping. I yep. refuse to let them off the hook. All right. Okay. Perfect. Great. Good. Yeah. And I, the other thing that I want to tell you is that you are making a lot of progress. You really are making a lot of progress. Just by being aware of how hard it is to connect with that little girl, and because and it's getting clear why it is. One of the things that happens with tapping is that the energy starts shifting, and it's hard to actually recognize because you're not realizing where you were. Right. You were in a, you were you're actually starting to really want something different. You've always wanted it, but before there was a a lot more like you were tighter about it. Right. So, yeah, just pay attention to the subtle differences. Okay. Okay? I will. Good. Well, Good. thank you very much. You're very welcome. I look forward to to um, next session and here reading your notes whenever you send them. Okay. Thank you so much, Laura. Enjoy the afternoon. Thank you. You too. Have a beautiful day. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.